Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Hi, my name is Lynn Evans. You know that because you just heard it listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. So I'm the Lynn. So how are you today, Laurie? I am good. Very good. 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 It's another Happy sunny day after... Well, another sunny day after some snow last night. Um, yep. But, you know, the snow is one thing. The gloom and doom of gray skies is another. So when the yeah. sun is out, I don't care how cold it is, I'm happy. Good. I'm happy. So today, February 11th, that we're taping, you're listening on the 13th, I have two yeah. birthday shout-outs. One, my Go sister ahead. Barbara. My sister Barbara, who will be whose birthday is today, February 11th, Barbara Cadden. She's born one year and one week after me. And my brother Jimmy is born two years and two days after me. Um, two days and no, two two years and um, eight days after me. And his birthday is um, Abraham Lincoln's birthday, February 12th. And my love, my dear. Um, um, Ed, who passed this year, my brother-in-law, who I loved very much, his birthday would have been the 12th as well. So happy heavenly to my brother-in-law, Ed Anglesby. And then we also have on the 11th of February, Miss Sunita Aurora, one of our guest experts, the owner and broker of ERA One Source Realty. Her birthday is today. When you're listening, it's Saturday, but the eleventh of February, Sunita Aurora. So happy birthday to all of those folks. Yeah. Yay. And that's wow. fun. Wow, the sun is wonderful. It okay. is. So gorgeous. So I you know, the other birthdays. Um uh, why is everybody I swear, there's so many birthdays in February, I can't stand it. Um, okay, so uh, on my end I have uh, a dear friend whose birthday is the 13th, as you're listening to this. Uh, Bill Haight, just wanted to say happy birthday to Bill. And um, I, I think I mentioned last time that my brother and uh, your favorite paper boy, his birthday was last Saturday, and my roommate's birthday was last Saturday. 
So there have right, been a lot yep. of people. Just all over the yep. place. And my good friend, Saray McAndrew, her birthday is the 13th when you're listening. Her, she will all right. Be, um, she's born on the, oh, man, the 13th of February. So there we go. Okay. All right. So um, that's good. We have a lot of happy birthdays. Uh, any any people that have passed that we want to, you know, reach out and say, so sorry to hear it. Yeah, I actually do, Lynn. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Paul Wendelowski, who um, That's was, who I was um, going to say. Yeah, he's a good, he was a dear friend. Um, he and his wife, Kathy, Paul was on the board of um, the uh, Scranton Cultural Center for years and years and actually still was at his passing. Um, and Kathy is just a sweetheart. And young you know 70 years old he just everywhere anything that went on at the cultural center you could see paul's handsome face with kathy his beautiful wife at his side or he would just come in and check and see how things were or give advice or he was a very hands-on uh board member he was always good to me and 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 kind and um i was just heartbroken to learn of his passing uh way too young and he was such a presence in the arts world in this community um, and many other things, but for me with the arts. And he's just such a, a great guy. So, yep, um, I saw that yeah. and was uh, was really shocked um, yeah. because I he was also on the uh, President's Advisory Board at Keystone College when that was active. I was also a member of that. And that's the one thing that always struck me about him, but I didn't, I mean, he was a very handsome man. But he also um, had quite a career that I didn't know anything yeah. about until I read his obituary. Yeah. And did a lot of international traveling and, and had a lot to do with the expansion of, which one was it? Was it Federal Express or? No, I UPS. Company. UP UPS. UPS. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Um, that's and quite an honor. Group yeah, and he grew up in Dixon City, and um, as he said, he and Kathy, you know, were all over the place with his job, and then when he retired, he, they came back to this area. They met when they were at Keystone College, and um, oh, just it's, it'll be a, it's a big void because he was always um, a, a, a very positive presence, he, and as I said, because his beautiful head of gray hair, you know, you would mm -hmm. see him coming a mile away and he just was always smiling and gentle and gentlemanly and he was just a, a good guy so um our hearts and prayers are with the wendelowski family and i also but, noticed this morning that there was um a death in uh listed in the paper of a young woman whose last name is davidson i don't know if you saw that davidson um, no. she's, she is the daughter of uh, two Westsiders, um, Richie and um, Mary Ellen McNichols Davison. Well, Mary Ellen was my, is it her? No, Mary Ellen was my twirling teacher for years and years. I twirled for Mary Ellen, Mary Ellen's twirlettes for years. That's where I, uh, my second uh, uh, twirling company, because I was little and we went over to Southside years earlier. But Mary Ellen was my twirling coach up until I stopped in high school. Well, this is, 
Her daughter, who their daughter, is, uh, oh, fifty-one years old and uh, seemed to be rather sudden. So I just wanted to ah. acknowledge a West Sider, you know, and Mary Ellen was my classmate at John Marshall School. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I just feel very sad. That's got to be a horrible thing. And then I noticed in reading the obituary that uh, the father of her grandchildren, Mary Ellen's grandchildren, also died earlier last year. So these poor kids, um, well, they're, you know, they're probably in their 30s. I mean, they're not little kids, little, little kids. Um, but um, it's sad. It's very sad. So um, oh, I don't know, didn't mention COVID, didn't mention anything, but, uh, you know, that's still taking its toll. I don't know if you noticed that in last Sunday's newspaper, they devoted a whole section of the newspaper to the obituaries because there were so many people that had passed. And I think there were 20 some people in there, maybe more, but it's just, uh, it's COVID related. So I hope we get past this. I'm just really tired of all this nonsense and I know and sure everybody else is too. So there we are. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, so on a happy note, I, I had, go ahead. I was just going to say, on a happy note, I had a great end of my birthday. I know we, we talked about a lot of that last week um, mm-hmm. on the show, but the end, the um, rest of the day and the weekend was wonderful, and I am still continuing to celebrate because I'm actually going to meet two friends tonight, um, and we are just hanging out in our cars, literally, and we're going to share a, 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 a cheeseburger and in the car, so we're being people who were with, but not inside, because I won't go in right now. And um, we had a delicious dinner from Mansour's for my birthday dinner. We They had a Zoom call, as you know, um, a surprise Zoom call at the end of the night with many, many people. And, of course, my good friend Tom and my billboards, and two of them are still up, so I, I'm sort of haunted by them still. So, anyway, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good, good, I said it was, a, pro, it was the best birthday that I've ever had. That's wonderful. So, it was great. So, yeah. So, thank you to anyone who's reached out um, to me. I appreciate that. Um, it's been a great mm-hmm. time, and thank you. So, anyway, you and Patrick, what? I was just going to say that, um, you know, we've, because we, everybody really has been so um, into things like Netflix and, and Prime Video, I'm just desperate for some things to start watching and, and looking at and, and catching my attention. Um, and I started, I guess it was last week, watching The Bridgertons uh, on Netflix. and. It's really amazing to me because uh, the first one I saw, I thought was terribly boring. And I didn't really want to watch the rest of it. But for some reason, I went back and I thought, well, everybody else is talking about watching this and how wonderful it was. So I said, I'll give it another chance. So sometime last week, I forget when it was, we we sat down at about 8.30, 9 o'clock and started watching. And we, we ended up binge-watching three episodes. It got better and better and better. And so I thought, okay, this is good. This is something now I want to go back and see the next one and the next one. Well, as it turned out, 
there weren't that many of them. Maybe there were eight, I think, but we watched the last two last night, and I thought, I felt sad that it was over. So I guess that's a good thing, because if you feel that that good about something, you want to tell somebody. But I was just really shocked at how difficult it was for, this was the early 1800s, very early 1800s in England, and how they, the, the society, really how they, how they worked their lives around protocol and custom and the things that they had to do. They even referred to themselves as each other if they were titled by their names, like she would refer to the man who was the, the main character in the story. She would refer to him as your grace, and he would refer to her as your grace. And I just thought this is so stifled. It's just so begging for something, you know, that's real. And boy, they gave you a lot of real stuff, I gotta say. I mean, the romance between the two of them was at a level of things that I have never seen on television. <laughs> I'm just saying it got really, really, I guess, lack of a better term, hot. And so um, it was really fascinating to watch it because it was produced by the woman Shonda, and I can't remember what her last name was, but she did... Um, was it ER and um, some a, a lot of big hit television shows. She's a black woman, and she actually cast many of the characters, including the Queen of England, as a black person, which initially was off-putting, not in a way that I find it offensive, but because I knew that wasn't true. And yet... I said something to Pat about, look at all the people who are um, titled, who are viscounts and duchess and dukes, and they're black. And I thought, this is really cool, because it's certainly not what one would expect. But it was really a very fascinating story, and it is something that um, I would highly recommend it. It, it. As I said, it's a slow start. But it really does pick up, and, and it's very well written. And kudos to her, to Shonda, for, for doing something like that, which would appear to be a tad off the mark historically. But well done. Well, so they had the... They note, had... Okay. On that note, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right Got back. It. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399. 
357-8399. Or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA OneSource Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA OneSource Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA One Source Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, I'm Lynn Evans. I am the financial planner and managing director of Women and Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm that addresses the specific needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many other places. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we, you have to know this, we, we click off to go to the next segment. Lynn's like, what the hell are you doing? And I, she said she could hear clicking. So if you heard clicking, I have no idea what it was because I wasn't doing anything. So, full disclosure on the click, click, clicks, whatever. I couldn't hear a thing, so if you did, we apologize. But anyway, so what else, what do we have today? Please don't tell me a quiz. Nope, no quiz, no quiz. Yeah. This this is something that I thought was, uh, it, it has, to me, limited application, but there's still some things in here that might be of some value. I think we've talked about this woman before. Her name is Marie Langworthy, and she wrote a book called Shifting Gears to Your Life and Work After Retirement. And this is the second edition. Now, I'm not sure if what we talked about was in the first edition or not, but this one I thought was interesting because it's a concept that most people find very foreign But the idea of setting life goals in retirement, generally speaking, you know, you're done with the goals thing by the time you're retired. Or most people would think a traditional retirement is like that. And and she starts this article by saying, what? You exclaim, goals? 
I'm through with goals. During my entire work career, I needed to be focused on establishing goals. So much so that I determined that my only goal in retirement would be to not have any goals. <laughs> so she says, perhaps you need to rethink your strategy. She said, McLean and Lovejoy, who wrote some article in March of 2015, the importance of goal setting for retirees. They said the first step to goal setting as a retiree is to think about what matters most in your life so that you can live with purpose. In fact, setting retirement goals can help retirees stave off some of the negative effects of aging and help maintain quality of life for longer. First one, she said, is family goals. So if you're willing to revisit your adversity toward goal setting in retirement, let's start with one of life's most important and meaningful realities, family. Until now, your work life consisted of a challenging juggling act, attempting to balance family demands with those of your career or job. Now you have the opportunity to renegotiate your allotment of time according to your own values. How about putting a high priority on spending time with both, both immediate and remote family members, either through personal one-on-one -on -one time or through social media? Now, again, this was written in 2019 before we had social distancing as a reality. So keep that in mind when you when you hear me say what she says. She said, yes, the family dog needs to be walked. The grandchildren can be taken on those special field trips. Maybe not anymore, but you now have the time to plan that special unique birthday event for your partner or children instead of merely mailing that predictable birthday card, which is kind of what we did with you when we had the, the big The why is where James first meeting. discovered his love for yeah. all over the place. So they yep. now it's also like where he'll learn the difference between mitosis and myopsis. This school year, many YMCAs are transforming some of their spaces for virtual learning, dedicating staff, and even providing meals. Contact your local Y to learn more. Forever learning. The Y for a better us. In addition, the prospect of retirement reduces the incentive to engage in mentally stimulating activities. And if you follow the mantra, use it or lose it, then yes, join that local book club that does a progressive lunch after each meeting. Well, you don't do that now. Introduce yourself to that bridge group that always seems to be having fun. Hone your Sudoku skills by challenging the virtual friends you've met online. You can still do that. <laughs> Take that gardening course that's so popular in your local community college. And this one I thought was really cool. Better still. Offer to teach, of course, this would have to be virtually, a workshop on the history of rock and roll, a topic that has consumed you since you were a teen. Not only do these activities sharpen and enrich your mind, they also provide surprisingly satisfying social connections. And then she talks about volunteering goals. And she said, you know, there's that old story about who gets more out of the experience, the recipient or the giver. Well, it, it doesn't make any difference. The point is just keep doing it. 
uh, offer to tutor kids within your local school district or any number of boomers would welcome your help in tax preparation. If you live in the city, your local museum, theater, or hospital would eagerly embrace your offer to volunteer, which we can't do right now, but note that in the future we will. Um, and then travel goals, your travel choices are legion. It would be if we didn't have COVID, but um, it says choose an organized tour and leave all the details and decision-making to your favorite travel organization. There's a woman who runs um, a blog that, that I've quoted many times, uh, and I forget the name of it right now, but her, her name is Rebecca Olkowski, and I've often spoken of some of her things. She is actually planning a tour of Ireland in the spring of this year, which I think is great that people are actually doing that and assuming that, you know, they'll be able to do it. Wow. So, um, I, I spring think like when wild. spring? Like April. Wow. I, I think it's weird. That's but. brave. That's brave. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've noticed that they are starting to do some of that. I see a lot of the ads online of people who are starting to plan for trips in the fall. And... Um, the deep, deep, deep discounts on cruises, you know, that will start in, in the late summer and early fall. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, as, as she says in here, travel takes you out of your comfort zone. It challenges your traditional ideas, allows you to experience new cultures, and unwittingly or otherwise opens new windows of self-discovery. She said, the first time I stood at the foot of a waterfall in a small Swiss hamlet, the lump in my throat revealed so many mixed emotions that I could never share this moment in its fullness with the folks back home, that there are, in fact, many awesome destinations beyond the USA that I will forever be changed for the better by my first trip to Europe. And then she says, work goals. If you're still working, okay. Find, find something that works for you, uh, that's part-time, that's something you really love. And then she closes with saying, yes, uh, now that you're retired, you have the luxury of setting goals that are meaningful to you, heavy on you, driven by your definition of a life well-lived. Whether these goals revolve around family, personal self-development, giving to others, or combination of all three, they promise to hold you in good stead as you enter your life's last and hopefully best opus. So there we are. Love it. Yeah. Well, Lynn, uh, you know, there, are many, there are many, there are many, I have to tell you, there are many things about um, some of the Zoom things and the meetings that we've now been able to do that I hope continue versus some of the other stuff. I mean, I love the person, I love the in-person stuff because I'm a people person, but there's things about some of these things that make things a little bit easier to do as far as getting to meetings and being there, just uh, as far as meetings and getting there on time and doing things. It's so much easier um, to plug into a Zoom call than to get in your car and go where you have to go, especially on yucky days. Yeah. 
It is. You know? It is. And, and I think the I other side it, of that, the other side of the Zoom thing, and it's not just Zoom, but, you know, we first started out with uh, FaceTime, with Facebook. That was something that a lot of people did. And then it expanded dramatically for business use with all these things, things like Microsoft Teams and Zoom meetings and, um, oh gosh, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, but I, Slack, no, that's an internal one. But there's a lot of things about that that's really very helpful because I can tell you for me, it means that I don't physically have to be in an office to do a business. For nine months, I worked out of an office that I created, like most other people, in a little cubby hole at our house at the lake. And it worked just fine. There was no blip in it. It just, it was fine. I talked to people on the phone. I had Zoom meetings. Uh, everything was fine and it worked. I would prefer in a lot of cases, as, as you said, to be physically with other people, it would be nice to be able to shake hands and to be able to give somebody a hug. Um, you know, that's the stuff that, that we really miss as human beings. But I think the idea of this, it, it just came at the right time. You know, the, the development of this couldn't have been more perfect to function in COVID and having these kind of opportunities. So I, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of good stuff that came out of that, uh, you know, as far as business. And it's a bad thing for people who own a lot of commercial real estate because people don't need the offices anymore. But at the same time, it's uh, it, it's very freeing. You know, it, if you yeah. need to, like I think of this, if I need to go downstairs and take out some frozen food out of the freezer for dinner tonight and I think about it, I say, oh, I just go do it. You know, and, and I come back up here and continue on the computer or continue doing what I'm doing. But you can't do that when you're at your office. No, you know, there, that's why I said there's, there's a lot of um, things that, well, for instance, this morning I had a meeting. And yeah. usually if I have an early meeting when I'm getting off my bike, I will just go on Zoom but not have my um, my camera on, just the audio. Well, today yeah. I, it was a one-on-one -on -one meeting with someone, but it was a Zoom call. And I thought, I don't even care. I put my big my glasses on and kind of just fluffed my hair up a little. And I, I, I just was able to do what I had to do, go get a coffee, and still be on time and have a productive meeting and not have to leave anywhere to do that. So, they're, they're, and, you know, if say, I'm sorry, I'm, I just got off my bike, so I'm a little sweaty, blah, blah, blah. Like, nobody cares. Like, you still can do what you have to do to fit into everybody else's schedule. Right. So, anyway, it's a good thing. So, we're going to have to take a quick break now. So, mm -hmm. um We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. But you're uh, listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, 
Stitcher and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC certified public accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and non-profit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is it is very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, I'm Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, and any place else you can find podcasts. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is our wonderful guest expert in accounting, Mr. Michael McHale, who is a partner with Barbetti McHale in the good old town of Dunmore, Pennsylvania at 1421 East Gibson Street in Dunmore. Hi, Mike. Hello, Laurie. It's East Drinker Street, not Gibson. East, what did I say? <laughs> Gibson. What did I say? Gibson? How about me? Yeah. Didn't you move, Mike? <laughs> Didn't you move? No, no. <laughs> East Drinker, and I know that. I'm so sorry. Yes. It usually rattles off the top of my tongue. I apologize. Oh, no. 1421 East Drinker. There we go. <laughs> 
There we go. How are you doing? I know. How about me? Yeah. Mike, how are you? I am doing great. Starting tax season, so it's uh, a little busy on our end, but that's the time of year that we love, and we're we're getting going and uh, doing well. Good. And how's uh, how's the uh, uh, partnership that's about now, let's say, one, two, three, four, in about the fifth month or so? Yeah, it's, it, it is about the fifth month, and even though it's the fifth month, I felt like I've been there my entire life. And uh, Mike <laughs> Barbetti is a tremendous man, and uh, he has great, great clients. And I'm actually sitting at a client today uh, calling you, calling in, but it is, uh, it, it's been great. It's been a great partnership. I think it's a dream partnership for me. Um, uh, you know, with Don and Mike, too, they treat me literally like family. Even though we've only uh, been together for six months, we've known each other a little bit further. But uh, it's been a great, great partnership with with two great people, and I I include Donna in that as well. But uh, it's a great, great firm. Uh, takes care of their clients the right way, and and staff the right way too. We we rarely have any turnover. Most of our people have been there 25 plus years, um, so it's a great marketing tool 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 as well. To tell everybody that you know anybody who shows up on an audit or a review or helping you with your your day-to-day work um, for your company uh, is going to have 25 plus years business and it it, it's a, it puts us in a good uh, face just to put ourselves out there but uh, I'm proud to join that that this firm and things have been working wonderfully and, and Mike and Donna have like I said treated me like family so things are good well that's good and I have to give a big plug to um, one of uh, your stars up there, Mr. Donnie Paragas, he um, reported on a board, uh, fi- our financial positions on a board that I sit on. Um, and um, he's, as always, professional, has everything and the information he's able to give. And, and the way he explains everything to people who are not as savvy on the, you know, in the world of uh, uh, looking at someone's tax returns or understanding it from a business standpoint, as well as some other people do, he really speaks to the average person when he's yeah. telling you what's going on so you kind of understand it. He, he speaks to the, um, the statements that an accounting firm, and I don't remember the name, Mike, that an accounting firm will give a narrative of the yeah. company. Um, and he just, everything about how he handles himself with, with all of the uh, board members, and God knows there can be many at a time, um, he's just so professional, does a great job, and I just want to give Donnie a big, big plug because um, he's been with you guys a long time, and um, and all of the nonprofit work that you do, your firm does, um, and I sit on a few boards uh, with you, us being lucky enough to have you guys doing the work, and Donnie is there many times, and I'll tell you, it makes a big difference when you're hearing that from someone who can you seem like you can relate to what they're talking about, even if you don't know everything about it. So, I, I, I mean, just, yeah, I, I, I can't echo that enough because uh, Donnie is Donnie's actually a friend of mine. We actually went to school together, graduated the same year, and believe it or not, actually played played basketball uh, well into college as well. So he's he's a good friend first and foremost. But just to see him, I've sat in with him on, on many presentations already really kind of introducing myself to a lot of clients and, uh, he's great. And I, I, you know, I, I went to one 
last week with Mark Cardoni, who's been there forever as well. And he's he's just the, the nicest man, presents very well. I mean, a lot of times you do a presentation in front of a board and a lot of nonprofit boards, a lot of times you can lose them in the middle of a, a, um, a presentation. And these two both, and, and everybody to, that I've had, uh, Carlo and, and Mike himself, I've gone to board meetings with, it's a difficult thing because, again, you could lose a lot of the board members. But if you bring it down to exactly what they want to hear and, and know what they want to hear, it's, it's very good. And Donnie definitely has... Uh, that those capabilities and is great. So Donnie and I go back a long, long way. I think the world of him and, a, and the world of Mark and, and Carlo as well. Um, they're all all those guys with 25 plus years. And and um, like I said, just uh, Donnie's a little special to me because you know he took so long and and played basketball back in the day. And I'm, I'm going to be dating myself if I tell you dates, but uh, he's a great guy. Great, great guy. Well, Glad to have him. Mike, I have to tell you one thing they did right is Mark Cardoni's father was a teacher at West Granton High School, which I, when I talked to him a couple months ago, I said, Mark, was your father? And he said, yeah. So, oh, my God, I was, like, thrilled with that. And then, of course, your Patty was smart enough to marry a West Sider, too. So, you know, you got some West Side blood up there, which is a good thing for me. So I'm just telling you it's all good. I often tell the story, Lori, you'll, you'll probably agree with me that, you know, sometimes in high school, your 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 uh, sworn enemies are West Grand and Grand Prep and stuff. <laughs> Once you graduate and you go to college, and most of the the people that I know from those are very good friends of mine. And, uh -huh, you know, we come yeah. from the same, Lackawanna County is Lackawanna County, but That's um, right. I, I count a lot of friends from Westside as my very, very good friends and lost from Strand Prep and, and all over, but Donnie's from All Forge. And, I um, know. Yeah, and, but, but we all meet back in Dunmore to, to do our work. So it's, I know. it's a good it's, uh, it's, group. Yeah, well, like I said, I, uh, I got accused uh, by a dear friend of mine, Mr. Bob Schlesinger. I'll say his name online. He said, <laughs> do you are on air. He said, do you know that every time I turn on, all I hear is Westside? I said, too bad. It's 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 our show and we'll say whatever we want in west side you never forget where you came from so we make sure we rub that in all the time so take that bob schlesinger but anyway um mike tax season as you said is is approaching lynn you guys before i got on you were chatting and you were discussing something did you want to ask mike something specific or is mike going to bring yeah. it up what did you guys decide well i i think we talked about the fact that you know this is an unusual year um and that a lot of the the stuff that came down uh, in in 2020 because of the pandemic some of those things are actually expired as of the end of December and some have carried through into 2021 but there are a couple things that people need to keep in mind that even though the um, uh, help me out here Mike I can forget the words the standard deduction thank you Yep. The standard deduction is huge because it was designed for that. There still may be some reasons to itemize and see if you come out better. So we were talking about that, and, and that's something I think you might want to address a couple of those issues, Mike, that we talked about. Reasons yeah, why. I mean, it's a, um, I mean, it is a great point because I, 
Uh, I, I do think, I mean, let me, let me start with two different things. First of all, tomorrow starts the day that the IRS will actually accept returns. Um, very, very late compared to other years. And, and as you said, it's, it's mainly because of the pandemic and, and putting the PPP out there that they delayed the start that we could actually file the returns. So a lot of people um, need, need their refunds and they, they use that as a you know, stepping stone to catch up for the year. And uh, so it, it's a little bit of a, a hazard, but nonetheless, it starts tomorrow that you can push your return to the IRS. And then typically, if you do it electronically, you can get the, the refund in about 10 days or so, depending on how busy they are. Sometimes it's a little quicker, sometimes it, it's delayed a little bit. But nonetheless, tomorrow is the big deadline. So if you want to get that, if you, you typically get a refund, tomorrow's the day that you can start and file and, uh, and you know, make, make yourself right and get the, the refund on its way. The other things you're talking about, I, I, I agree with the standard deduction is typically 90, 95% of the people are, are using the standard deduction now because several years ago with the prior administration, they did up it so high that, you know, the, the interest on your home and, and uh, you know, contributions, things like that that are limited um, wouldn't even bring, bring it up to the, the standard deduction. So typically what we see is the standard deduction is used, but ask your tax advisor because if there's abilities to do so, there's contributions that you could do. An IRA contribution is outside of the itemized deductions, but um, what you were saying last year compared to this year, last year you could do an IRA contribution. Typically it's April 15th. Last year it was extended to July 15th to count on the prior year's tax return. That has not been extended. I, I would think that it would be, but as of right now, it's still April 15th. So if you want to make that deduction, you could take it on the 2020 return as well. So little things like that, but just so you know, tomorrow starts the day that we can file our tax returns. Um, so Lynn, was that what you, is that all you? Yeah, we were talking about that. We were also talking about there's some quirks in the, in the law, um, having to do with, um, that the PPP program, and there was such a thing as an employee retention tax credit. And they switched it around now that says that you can, with a lot of maneuvering and a lot of walking through a lot of hoops, be able to take both um, on your tax returns. So that's what we were talking about, but it, it was way too deep a conversation to get into um, on the, this radio show. But the right. fact is that it's a change and that for the good. So, you know, that's something else that, that people should be talking to their tax advisors about if they are business owners. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, any, yeah, that, that was all really. Mike, and anything else you need, um, anyone to know about regarding the tax situation? No. I think, you know, just again, to bring everybody to the the, uh, the idea that tomorrow is the deadline that we could file. So those of you who, who look forward to getting that refund could start tomorrow and uh, consult your tax advisor, get it in quick, and you'll get the money back pretty quick. Well, that's a good thing. Okay, Lynn? Yep, we're good. How we, we're all right? Okay. Mike, yeah. thank you, thank you. Thanks for taking your time out to... um while you're at a client, <laughs> jump on the call. We appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Well, okay. we'll see you next month. And, and everybody else, them. thanks. 
remind them where they can find him. Oh, yes, Mike. 1421 <laughs> East Drinker Street in Dunmore. Mike, how about the phone number and the web, any information that they can else they can get you, how else they can get you? You you got it right that time. I appreciate that. I know. Uh, <laughs> we are 5346-2057. And if I could just do a little quick one, I want to wish um, Miss Lori a happy birthday, too. I saw the billboard, and um, it's a couple <laughs> days <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's been, it was a wonderful birthday and um, it's getting, it's, I'm stretching it out as far as I can, Mike. So thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> and everybody else, we'll see you soon. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Bye.